relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Welcome, dear friends, to a very special edition of America First One-on-One. This is where the rubber meets the road. Why? Because you know why we exist. We exist because America first, because politics changed irreversibly back in 2015 when you, the American people, chose a man who'd never run for public office before and chose him to be the President of the United States, something that had never been done before. From Washington to Obama, every single chief executive was a congressman, former governor, senator, or retired general. We did something a little different back then, and it's changed America forever. Does he have a chance to come back? If he does, what is he going to do? And what is the advice of those who are in the trenches for him? You know me, I served in the White House as strategist to President Trump, but we have somebody who... My gosh, I don't think he slept at night after he left Devin Nunes' office in the House Intelligence Committee as chief investigator of the Russia hoax. He ended up in the Trump administration, finally as deputy director of national intelligence, as chief of staff for the Department of Defense, a former DOJ counterterrorism prosecutor. And he's been lighting it up in the last few days. Cash Patel, welcome back to America First. Hey, Seb, it's so good to be with you. You know, I thought I would take a, a, take a nap after the Trump administration ended, but uh, you haven't either, so I got to keep up. <laughs> well, look, the enemy doesn't sleep, Cash, so how the hell can we? That's true. That's true. America first is too important. America first is far too important. All right. So I want to, you were on my show a few days ago. You've been on Bannon's show with regularity, really kind of bringing the A game of what it's going to take, the the severity of the threat to the republic. I want to get into the the nitty of gritty of that. So the three million people listening understand the stakes involved. And then I want to do a little bit of back and forth, a, a little bit of blue sky brainstorming on on what has to happen in a second Trump administration. But first, first, because (laughs) you were right there at LX1, at the director of national intelligence, you you know the truth behind big tech and the IC, the intelligence community. So I want to play two clips because the question now is the issue of collusion, not between the DNC and Democrats, and big tech in censoring Americans, but between the state, between elements of the intelligence community and the White House. The first clip is from the current press secretary for President Biden talking about the interaction between James Baker, Twitter, and the White House. Play cut. Twitter, uh, Elon Musk, uh, this week fired uh, the former FBI general counsel, Jim Baker, who was serving as a top Twitter lawyer. Um, Musk alleges that he may have been involved with uh, countermanding his attempts at transparency. Um, and I was wondering if anyone in the Biden administration was in touch with Baker, either regarding moderation decisions that critics call political censorship or regarding uh, his transparency efforts recently. So it's up to private companies uh, to make these types of decisions. We were not involved. I can say that we were not involved. So that's 
one statement. They had nothing to do. They didn't interact with James Baker, who was deputy chief counsel for Twitter. But peculiarly, that woman's predecessor, Jen Psaki, who, thanks to Caron Jean-Pierre, is only the second worst press secretary in White House history, (laughs) she had a slightly different answer. Let's play that cut. Uh, well, first, we are in regular touch uh, with these social media platforms, uh, and those uh, engagements typically happen through members of our senior staff, but also members of our COVID-19 team. I'm a little confused. Help me out here. Uh, we've got the Twitter files dumps now. We've seen Yoel Roth, the former chief of safety, say weekly, weekly meetings with the FBI, with DHS, with the director of national intelligence. So what is it that people should understand about that collaboration when it is okay, when you're talking about terrorist threats and so forth, and when it crosses the line? You were there. Tell us, Cash. No, you're absolutely right. Look, those companies can and do play a valuable role in law enforcement matters and national security matters when they team up to do things like execute the America First mission, when they leave politics out of it entirely. That's what we did in the Trump administration. You did it on a daily basis, whether it was manhunting terrorists, rescuing hostages, ending the wars or kicking the drug cartels back to where they came from. And what the problem is, we unfolded this in Russiagate, and it's still continuing today, the same operation. The government, the administrative state, as our friend Steve Bannon calls it, um, continues to collaborate and conspire with big tech, like Devin Nunes and I called four or five years ago, for political interest. And that's the crossing of the Rubicon that can never happen. Because what you do then is you turn our free speech uh, constitutional rights into a government operation. That's run by political government gangsters. And where and listen, you you outlined it brilliantly just now in your opening as to the evidence for it. But let's say none of that existed. Let's say we didn't have the press secretary's comments contradicting each other. Let's say we didn't have Yoel Roth, the guy that likes children at an obsessively criminal level. How about the FBI themselves? Agent Chan, a supervisory agent at the FBI, testified under oath two weeks ago. In, a, in a, an investigation being run by the Missouri Attorney General, where Agent Chan said himself, we met all the time with the folks at social media, Twitter, Facebook, Google. The FBI has admitted it in a, in a, in a court filing under oath. And my ask has been since this Twitter file stuff has started, because I know how these guys conspire, they did it in Russiagate, is that why isn't Elon Musk putting out the FBI files, the FBI agreements. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, has- we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Or that's going to be my next question. But let's, you know, you are a former prosecutor. So you are the perfect person to answer this question. What kind of legal ramifications are there for the kinds of things we've already learned in terms of terms of service, contra- contractual requirements, and end runs around the First Amendment by the, the, the executive? I know we want to see more, and we'll get to that in a second, but what, are we starting to finally get a chink inside, a, a view inside Pandora's box legally? What are the ramifications for what we've already seen? Yeah, I think you're going to see a ton of civil suits being brought by private citizens based on the violation of the contractual agreement that Twitter supposedly applied to its users, but um, they broke their own agreements 
as has been evidenced by the recent dump on the Twitter files, everything related to Trump and everything related to uh, the FBI and the censorship. That's from a civilian side. Now, from a government side, we don't have a DOJ said that's going to prosecute people based on just the facts and the law anymore. That system is totally gone. There's a two-tier system of justice. What I do hope to see, though, is Congress, and specifically the House with the Republican majority, act and issue subpoenas on a daily basis for documents and for sworn witness testimony from everyone at Twitter that was involved, Roth, VJ, Gad, Jack Dorsey, and all the rest, Facebook, Google, YouTube, whatever, and put them on blast before the American people without a time limit and do the same for their collaborators, their conspirators in uh, the FBI and whatnot. And, 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 what, you... and what is it, if it's a hearing, it's one thing on Capitol Hill, and that would require the GOP to grow spine. But when it comes to civil or criminal suits, what is it these people could be charged with having done? So criminally, if, if, the, if this DOJ wanted to, they could, cons- they could basically um, hit him up with a conspiracy uh, to commit fraud and or wire fraud and or bank fraud. Because while those terminologies don't necessarily have to do with actual banking, if you use the banking system or the postal system or the communication system of this country to conspire to commit an act that is illegal, which is lie to the American public and are in bed with the United States government, that's a crime of epic proportions, then you can be charged with that style of conspiracy, almost like a mob-style RICO case. Right. Right. Um, if you do something illegal and it, it, it's inside the communication sphere of public America, then you've committed those crimes or you can be charged with those crimes. Right. Exactly. Okay. And, and they, should, they should be looking at that. But this DOJ, you know that. Seven, no, no. Forget about it. Uh, we're talking to Cash Patel. Uh, he is now a famed author. He is a publisher. He is now on his second book. It's the plot against the president. Two thousand mules. The perfect Christmas gift. Go right now to plotagainstthepresident.com and fightwithcash.com. He's got an organization that fights for you if you've been besmirched, if you've been libeled by the fake journalists out there. And follow him on Truth Social at Cash with a K. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First One-on-One. If you enjoy our in-depth discussions, the long form with the real experts, the true newsmakers, don't forget to subscribe. Go to Spotify right now. Punch in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave us a five-star review. Never miss an episode and share the links with your friends likewise if you need those stocking stuffers everything on our site is made in america our yuletide special 15 dollars off the tervis mug america first the tervis tumbler and one of our america first hats get it today so much more the challenge coins the fbi fascist bureau of intimidation t-shirts go today sebgorkastore.com that's s-e-b-g-o-r-k-a store.com sebgorkastore.com I'm so excited. We hit our initial targets for our Angel Tree uh, Prison Fellowship campaign. And after we hit that target, I was sent the video of the audio cut that we've been using so long. This is Quinton and Alana, two of the children that you have helped. Let's play this amazing video. I just like to thank Angel Tree because they helped us. They connected with our dad. Thank you, Angel Tree, for doing all that you do because you don't have to do this, but you choose to do it, and I really appreciate it. 
You don't have to do it, but you chose to do it. To get them a Christmas gift on behalf of their incarcerated father, it costs just $25. You've raised more than $300,000. let us knock it out of the park. We've got a few days left. You're bringing a love, a little bit more light to these children, more than one and a half million who have a parent incarcerated this Christmas. Go to my website, donate today. $125 is five children whose Christmas will be a little bit better. It's sebgorka.com. Right at the top, the Angel Tree banner. Or you can phone in your donation. It's tax deductible, 888-206-2794. That is sebgorka.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com. And the Angel Tree banner at the top, or call 888-206-2794. God bless every single one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, Cash, um, I got into a little bit of hot water. Uh, I I wish uh, you had been standing next to me when I did it because I said on a tweet that was picked up by the Daily Mail of all places Uh that the first Twitter file drop was, I said, big whoop. You know, where, where, where's guys? Uh, the DNC is colluding uh, with Palo Alto and Twitter. 98% of Twitter votes for the DNC. This isn't news. This isn't right. some big denouement. We knew this. Now, since then, we've had some more things. The, you know, the internal screenshots of the blacklist search on search engines for Charlie Kirk. I mean, some interesting things. None of them the real pay dirt. And when you came on my show a couple of days ago, I don't know, you were on fire. And, and you pointed to this, this key issue. This is what we've seen already. It's nice, but it's peanuts, isn't it? Yeah, it's great window dressing. Like, we knew you were censoring Donald Trump. The, everyone knew that. <laughs> it, wow, jackpot, pay dirt. You know, it's, it's almost that Elon Musk, if he doesn't do it, he still has a chance to is running his own sort of disinformation operation. He's getting out just enough out there to sort of somehow gain business credibility or whatever he's trying to do. But it's not actual free speech that he's achieving right now, because that can only come when you release the information that shows the government conspired with Twitter. We know it happened. We know the proof is there. We know, are you telling me the FBI doesn't have any contractual relationships with Twitter and Facebook? No way. So we're, you're, we're, we're waiting for that email that is the smoking gun, the, the illegal relationship where they're saying, you know, we can't do this constitutionally. We can't monitor without a FISA warrant, but we want you to do this, this and this. Or, you know, the, the DMs, DMs, for example, direct messaging is one of the most uh, valuable things that the intelligence community, if you're politically inclined, would want to see. So your supposition is these things exist and he's not giving them to us. No, exactly. And we know they exist because, Seb, you know this. The FBI has admitted to going to meet with Twitter weekly. No FBI meeting ever occurs without a 302, an investigative report written up, ever. That is 101 Diog stuff out of the FBI. So if we can't get it from Twitter, we should be getting it from the FBI by subpoenas from Congress come January 1st. And that will expose Elon Musk fake attempt at true free speech and censorship free platforms because for whatever reason he has the goods he's got the receipts as bannon says and he's not showing them to us and he hasn't given us a good reason why and the journalists that he's giving this stuff to piecemeal who then select what to release maybe they have it maybe they don't but there's no good reason to withhold that information from the american public if he's really wanting to fix and support the constitution then the people we need to hold accountable the most 
in the court of public opinion is the FBI and DOJ, who we know have a track record for conspiring based on political objectives that they want to reach. And the characters are there. James Baker was there front and center. Vijay Agad, Roth, all these guys, Agent Chan, FBI headquarters, they were in bed with Twitter. And they helped them censor the Hunter Biden laptop. We know that. It's the ultimate election rigging scandal. Why he's not showing us the receipts is is just um, very disappointing. I, I, I want you to explain in a moment just the significance of this individual, James Baker. But let, I don't like doing this in general because nobody is kept to their prognostications. Nobody says six months later, hey, you, you, you predicted this and it didn't happen. But given your incredible portfolio in the past, I'm going to ask you to just um, theorize, just theorize for a second. Why is he doing it the way he's doing? Is it one suggestion for me is he's bought this organization that he said is a, a crime scene, not a company, and he knows that he if he really releases everything, it's going to be a complete firestorm. You know, the future of Twitter may be in doubt. He just wants to placate. He just wants to you know give a few morsels out there and and move on. That's one theory. What what does Cash Patel think could be the ulterior motive for what he's doing? Well, uh, first of all, he's a businessman, so he wants to make money. He's the world's richest man, and you don't want to become the world's second richest man once you've achieved that platform. Right. To do it, you need you, if you buy the world's largest social media company, you have a chance at you know exponentially I- increasing your value. So that's always going to be at the forefront of his mind, um, being a businessman. But my what I think is happening is is partly what you said, and partly a combination of the following. And we're going to find out. It's gonna it's gonna come to light that Elon Musk has been poorly advised. And I personally know that because while I'm not on Twitter, I've had people directly communicate with Elon on two facets, two factoids for you guys, right? One, James Baker. Yeah. I said, how can you have this guy, and we'll get into his details, work for you, calling balls and strikes when he's the biggest government gangster who authored the Russiagate conspiracy, which you, Elon Musk, have called the biggest crime in modern history? That's your umpire. Right. And then he's like, oh, I didn't know he was there. He's fired. Two, here's another point. Elon Musk. How is it that Perkins Coie, the law firm for the DNC that paid millions of dollars for the Russiagate hoax and the Steele dossier, how is it that Twitter has these people on your payroll as lawyers? And he said, no, we're not. And then what did I do on my show, Cash's Corner? I showed him the receipt with a federal pleading that said Perkins Coie is Twitter's lawyers in these cases. And he has yet to publicly announce their firing. So he's either he's, he's definitely misinformed. Why he has people around him not telling him the truth is a question that leads me to believe that that's part of it. But the other part of it is what you said. He needs he he didn't buy a forty four billion dollar company to light forty four billion dollars on fire. Yeah, he needs to have it maintained. And now we just see the EU is threatening to shut down Twitter. Yeah, (laughs) literally. So this guy's got to make some other moves. I'm I'm not here to make excuses for him. Um, but it is useful to listen to the Twitter spaces I was on with him for two and a half hours because it was free-floating. Anybody got to ask a question. It was kind of random. If you listen to it, and you can find it on my Twitter feed, the whole two hours, you're listening to a guy who's just discovered politics, 
who may be yeah. a businessman and a genius, but he's very, very naive in certain instances. So, some other things he may be covering up intentionally, but in other things, I think incredibly, incredibly naive. That does not apply to our guest, Cash Patel. Follow him on Truth Social at Cash with a K. Also, the plot, uh, plot against the president, uh, dot com. Plot, sorry, plot against the king dot com. The movie is a plot against the president. The book, you got to get it. It's perfect for Christmas. The plot against the king dot com and the plot against the king 2000 mules don't forget we are on all social media as well bar the fascists at youtube you can follow us on true social on twitter on facebook on instagram on parlor on getter on clout hub at salemnewschannel.com and the most recent is my Substack. my name is one word sebastian gorka.substack.com that's sebastian gorka.substack.com if you enjoy America First, especially our one-on-one chats, the long form that you guys crave because you can't get it anywhere else with the guests that actually matter, support the show. Support those who make it possible. Great patriots like Mike Lindell. The left wants to cancel him for good. You heard the story he told about the FBI agents ambushing him at a Hardee's to take his phone from him. Why? Because he's a conservative. They really want to cancel him. Support him today. He's got over 150 amazing uh, products at his website, including the My Pillow, the pillow that never gets hot, never loses shape. 72 million sold. They're that good. Get a good night's sleep. Treat yourself. Do it today. Use my name for up to 66% off. He's got some great Christmas BOGO offers as well. MyPillow.com or call 800-829-8468. That number again, 800-829-8468. 8468 or just go to mypillow.com promo code g-o-r-k-a all right there's so many names there's so many figures we know there's at least a dozen fbi cia you know guys floating around twitter to this day why is james baker so important a guy who's been floating around doj and fbi since the 1990s can you talk to us about what he did before he came to Twitter to be their deputy chief counsel, and also a particular meeting he had with somebody called Michael Sussman Cash? Yeah, look, you only need to listen to the next two minutes to know who James Baker is and why he's so corrupt. James Baker and me, I was a former federal prosecutor at DOJ. James Baker was renowned as the FISA guru. Remember that fancy search warrant that the FBI uh, conspired with the DNC to lie to a federal judge and unlawfully surveil a presidential candidate? Yeah, that one, the one I used to manhunt terrorists. James Baker was the number one lawyer for Comey at the FBI. James Baker is the architect of Russiagate. James Baker was the lawyer at the FBI who leaked information to the media during Russiagate while he was the FBI's number one lawyer running the Russiagate hoax. And James Baker is the same FBI general counsel who received from Michael Sussman track two of the Russiagate hoax, the Alpha Bank uh, falsehood that Michael Sussman from Perkins Coie, yes, the law firm that still represents Twitter, walked into James Baker's office with made up intelligence, gave it to the FBI, and it caused the FBI to go out and find a contract relationship to wiretap the White House during the presidency. This all happened on James Baker's legal watch and more importantly, his authorization. Now, this guy was over at Twitter for the last two and a half years as the number two lawyer. You think that guy wasn't talking to the FBI and Perkins Coie? This is the first this is the first question I asked. Does anybody who's over the age of 18 and have a triple digit IQ think that James Baker was censoring the Twitter files documents without Musk's knowledge and not telling the FBI or not under orders from the Biden White House? And this is the same person. We've got the text from Sussman 
from mm-hmm. Hillary's lawyer saying, hey, James, can I come to the DOJ tomorrow with some information about President Trump? I don't represent anybody. No, no, no. Hillary's not paid me anything. That yeah. text alone should have put him in prison. Of course, he was cleared uh, in, in, a, uh, in a swamp court. Um, how does uh, Naive question. How does somebody with that track record for corruption just kind of saunter into one of the most cushy jobs in big tech? This is what happens, Seb. You know this. If you want a promotion in government, screw up. If you want a huge promotion, <laughs> screw up big time. And then if you're a part of the radical left wing mafia, if you screw up big time, they will provide you with a golden parachute of epic proportion. James Baker, front and center, gets one of the highest paying jobs at Twitter, the largest media company in the world, because he was in on it from the beginning. And he said, how do I? And here's where these government gangsters are most corrupt. When they get caught, McCabe, Comey and company get fired. They go out into the real world, get paid $10 million to keep doing the same criminal conspiracy acts against the American people. James Baker's front and center. Michael Sussman, another great example. But you've said it all the time. Uh, You you guys all and and I've said it all the time. All roads lead to Russiagate. If your audience doesn't understand it, go get the books now. Go watch the movie. And I have a special holiday discount for your code for Seb's team. Christmas. If you go to plotagainsttheking.com, you get 20% off today of my books, the most we've ever offered. Christmas at plotagainsttheking. 20% off. All right. It is a movie as well. you got to see it. We had Amanda Millius in studio for a whole hour. Man, did she flame the swamp. It was unbelievable. The movie is a plot against the president. Cash is the star. P-A-T-P-movie.com, the most successful documentary in America for the last 10 years. P-A-T-P-movie.com. And the book is The Plot Against the King, the original, plus The Plot Against the King, 2,000 Mules. Go right right now to plotagainsttheking.com. You heard the promo code. It's Christmas. It's the reason for the season. Follow him at Cash on Truth Social. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is a very special one-on-one coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios just outside the insalubrious, fetid, rank, malodorous swamp that is Washington, D.C. If you're in daily pain, if you've tried everything else and failed to find relief, do what I did more than three years ago. Order the three-week quick starter pack for the paltry sum of nineteen ninety-five. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me and people like Reggie from Florida. This is Reggie's story. I have a lot of pain from aging, and after only four days of using Relief Factor, I'm already experiencing less pain and stiffness. Can't wait to see how I feel in a couple more weeks. Relief Factor is a blessing sent by God. Incredible words. Find out for yourself. There's only one way. It's super easy. It's ordering the three quick starter pack that translates to less than a dollar a day what can you get for less than a dollar a day nowadays nothing can't even get a cup of coffee but you can get liberated from your pain find out if it works for you order at relieffactor.com do it today you need to know you know it makes sense you've waited long enough what do you what have you got to lose apart from the pain Nothing. Do it today. Don't wait any longer. 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. That number again, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Dear friends, thank you for all the kind, kind words. Yes, indeed, it is Dr. G Mark II, 42 pounds lighter. How did I do it? Thanks to Dr. Ashley Lucas and her amazing team at My PhD Weight Loss. No stupid pill popping, no calorie counting, no starvation diets, five meals a day that help you burn the fat. 
If I can do it, anyone can do it. Call them today. You won't regret it. 864-644-1900 or just go to myphdweightloss.com. That number again, 864-644-1900, myphdweightloss.com. All right, here's the, um, here's the big question of the day for you, my friend. I'm going to list a few names for you, and maybe you can work out what the commonality is. Stephen K. Bannon, Cash Patel, Andy Sarabian, Devin Nunes, Amanda Milius, John McAtee, Joe DeGeneva, Victoria Tansing, Rudy Giuliani, Bernie Kerrick, Tom Homan, Ken Cuccinelli, Mark Morgan, Carrie Lake, Newt Gingrich, Mike Flynn, Scott Pressler, Peter Thiel, Ben Carson, Robert Ambassador, Robert Lighthizer, and Corey Lewandowski. This is a working list that we, we've just made up here uh, at America First in the last few days of people who should be in a second Trump administration. Uh, my biggest concern is personnel, personnel, personnel. Uh, my logic for supporting President Trump is he's the only non-politician out there who couldn't run for a second term, which means he's not going to be distracted by the needs to be re He can come in with a nuclear flamethrower and drain the swamp. That's why I support him. But one man is not enough. What is your response to our chances of getting good people to actually man a second Trump administration cash? I think you know this best, and that's a, it's a fantastic list um, of America First warriors. Um, personnel is going to dictate and does dictate government, and that's the thing the Trump administration the first go-round got wrong, and they know that now. And we know, more importantly, Seb, that we have the bench for it. These people exist. You just listed a ton of them. And there are others out there that want to go back in and do exactly what you said, drain the swamp, serve the American people, and remove this political, toxic environment. <clears throat> that has corrupted our government because they have allowed government gangsters to take over. So I know this bench exists. You've worked with him. I've worked with him. But Seb, you did it again. You left one name off. Seb Gorka is not on that list. Like, well, I'm not signing on to any list that doesn't have that guy's name on it. That's immodest. That would be immodest. I grew up in England, okay? We don't blow our own trumpets in England. Well, I'm putting it on there for you. All right. Um, so... You look at what happened last week with the NFT being dropped on the same day as an actual policy announcement from the president, an important one on the First Amendment. Um, he doesn't have serious people around him right now. He doesn't have a serious chief of staff. This has to happen soon, does it not? Yeah, I think, you know, people are uh, overly critical right now. Not you, but the mainstream media is overly critical. It, you know, we're still two plus years away yes. from next president. You know, that's a that's an eternity in politics. Two right. months is an eternity. And we're talking two years. Could he have streamlined these things better? Yeah, I agree. That policy uh, piece that he put out, that seven minute video on free speech and censorship was amazing. Yeah. That's what America is craving. How are we going to fix it? And he laid out from everything from Section 230 on down to banning people from going and working in big tech like James Baker um, once you served in government and things like that and actually going after the collaborators at Facebook and Twitter and the FBI. These are solutions to the biggest issues of the day. And he started with free speech. I hope he does 10 more of those. On right. national no, he, he, he will. The video is great and, and he needs to. So. What do we do if we win the election and we're back in government? Uh, Steve Bannon on Thursday asked me, okay, Seb, what do we do day one? Uh, and I, I told him, and it went viral, 
Here's what I said, and I want your reaction. What's missing, okay? So I said the following. Uh, Number one, uh, you move most of government out of D.C., uh, yeah. you, you move, you know, the State Department to North Dakota. You move the CIA to, you know, Wyoming. Uh, the, the, the scumbag uh, deep state will not want to live in real America. They want to mm-hmm. stay at their cocktail parties in Georgetown. So real Americans who live in real America will become parts of those much smaller departments. Before you move them, and it has to happen in the first month, you have to spend, send investigators to every department and find incontrovertible evidence of people who are breaching the Constitution or have stolen the people's money or otherwise broken the law as bureaucrats, arrest them at their desk, put cuffs on them, do what they did to, to Peter and to Steve, put them in shackles and walk them past the TV cameras to the local jail. So you change the culture of corruption in the deep state. People who are guilty, but make them a public example so other people inside the deep state understand that they cannot keep ignoring the writ of the people. And then, and then lastly, what I'm recommending to Steve in the first month of the administration is have groups of heavies, two guys, uh, I told Steve back then, I'll be one of them, who go from department to department every Friday, go to the secretary's office and say, Mr. Secretary, Madam Secretary, what did you do for the president's agenda in the last seven days? And if they don't get the right answers, they take them back to the Oval and that guy gets canned. If you do those things and you can do them, there's nothing legally to stop us. I think we've got a shot. What do you think of my plan and what is missing from Cash's perspective? No, I think your plan is spot on, and I think you should actually lay it out um, as you have done in written form so we can start getting it out and putting it everywhere on social media, in writings, and getting it out to media outlets that will actually listen. Yes, personnel, 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 and they will adjudicate those policy actions you you have talked about. And the other thing I would add to that plan, though, is one thing, and I've said it from the beginning, money. You take the government gangster money immediately for failing to act for the American people. And then you use you it. You mean, you mean by, by the budgets? By the budgets. Yeah. And uh, then you use a DOJ that's no longer going to be a two-tier system of justice and prosecute those in government as much as they went after those outside of government. And, and very quickly, uh, get rid of DNI and uh, dismantle the FBI and give its CI, CT, and CRIM missions to other agencies. What do you think of that? That's actually a great idea. Look, they're all just three-letter agencies doing the same thing. So it doesn't matter where you put them right. as long as the mission continues. Yeah. And like you just identified, the mission can continue. We need to decrease the size. That Hoover building in downtown um, uh, D.C. is a monstrosity. It needs to be made a permanent museum for people to show them how corruption was annihilated. And we need to move the FBI out permanently. Oh, I like that. Okay. Um, after the end of the second Trump administration in the Hoover building, we will open the museum to the deep state, to the defeat. <laughs> the defeat. There you go, Sam. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? All right. I can think of a few people. The museum of the deep state. I love it. I love it. We're talking to Cash Patel. Uh, Cash is corner on Epoch Times. Plot against the king.com. Uh, Cash, simply Cash with a K on Truth Social. Promo code Christmas for the book. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios. If you're in daily pain, if you've tried everything else and failed to find relief, just listen to Leah from Ohio's story. One Sunday morning, I sat on my couch in so much pain I was in tears. That's the day I ordered Relief Factor. Following directions in 
in eight days, I found relief only to get better and better. I'm a believer 100%. Amazing words. That should be you. That could be you. Find out today. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. You've been waiting long enough. What have you got to lose? Nothing except the pain. Call right now. 800-500-8384. Relieffactor.com. That's 800-500-8384. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. All right, last few minutes left. Amazing. So good. Thank you, Cash, for, for taking the time and coming back on the show. Uh, we're talking about things that will happen in two years' time. The president can build that team. He can get his stratcom uh, communications strategy together to be effective. But we've got two years in the meantime. You've got fight with cash where you're representing people who've been attacked, besmirched, and hard done by the, the mainstream media. What about the GOP? Do we just, like, write them off? If, if Rona McDaniel stays in place, if Kevin McCarthy's the speaker, it's just going to be a lot, of, a lot of, you know, milk toast garbage initiatives that don't go anywhere. And, and Lindsey Graham saying for another six years, yes, I'm going to subpoena somebody. <laughs> Yeah. Look, you're right. We got to do the work ourselves. We learned that the hard way. We got to do the work for them. We got to expose the corruption at our own RNC. Millions of dollars on jet rides and fuel and bouquets. Are you kidding me? That's absolutely unacceptable from RNC leadership. And that's up to us to change immediately. And same with the speakership, whether it's Kevin McCarthy or whoever, we have to have the mandates given to the chairman and women to unilaterally subpoena government gangsters and get the documents and the Holman rule to withhold their funding when they fail. And, you know, you're going to continue the fight. And I'm happy to announce that fightwithcash.com is a 501c3. You know what we've done this year, Seb? We funded whistleblower campaigns. We've provided $30,000 in holiday meals uh, to families in need. We've funded active duty service members. These are the missions that we as America First Patriots come together on, on your show or fightwithcash.com. And it's the proudest stuff that I'm a part of. And I know you feel the same way. So that's what we have to do. We have to do the work and we have to do the mission. And when we do that together, we will get the right headshed in place. And it's got to start, you're right, with the RNC and the right headshed at this House of Representatives. It's so funny. You reminded me of something I meant to text you late last night, and I didn't because I was, as I was getting ready for bed, I watched your interview with Stephen Bannon, and twice you just did it again. You used the phrase "head shed," which is, as far as I'm concerned, I learned it in the British Army, and I appreciate you for bringing the phrase "head shed" to to common knowledge in the United States. Is that is that an American phrase? I mean, I've been using it my whole life when, I, when you're talking about, uh, the, you know, the C-suite and the, and the big bosses that you uh, dislike because they don't do their job. <laughs> and the head shed government is too big and we need to take an axe to it. Yeah, we do. The, the, the head shed. We need a new head shed. We need patriots in the head shed. And it starts with Cash Patel, who I'm nominating for chief of staff at Mar-a-Lago instantly. <laughs> Stop writing children's books and making too much money. Uh, fightwithcash.com. Uh, I, seriously, I salute you. Thank you for doing what you do. You are a, a true, true patriot. You've been listening to a very special one-on-one. Go to fightwithcash.com. Go to plotagainstthekeng.com uh, for the two amazing books. They're not just for kids. They're political as well. You know, read between the lines. It's like any good, you know, humor. It's actually social commentary as well. The promo code is Christmas. The biggest discount they've ever given is 20% off. And follow this man at cash with a K on Truth Social. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Don't forget, we are on all 
all social media platforms as well by YouTube. Guarantee you never, ever miss a moment of any of our monologues, special guests, analysis, Twitter, Truth Social, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Getter, Clout Hub, Telegram, also SalemNewsChannel.com if you want to watch the video, and most recently, SebastianGorka.substack.com. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep your head on a swivel, watch your six, hold the line, never give up, never give in, and stay frosty. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.